have you heard? The bird is the word. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. All right, what up, 336ers? Uh, this is a weird week. As you know, if you listen to our episode, episode 362 earlier this week, we had Charlie join us. If you're not familiar with Charlie, we talked a little bit about Charlie and his old podcast, The Orioles Spastics. Um, so we also mentioned on the show we wanted to share some of that old show with you because, come on, there's no sports. There's a weird, it's even weird to have conversations right now about the Orioles. But what if we look back to like six years ago? And there's great content. So today's episode of, of Orioles Spastic that I'm going to share with you is when the Orioles Spastics decided to have a little fun and attack Section 336. And probably the only parody that's ever been of another podcast. And it's the Orioles Spastics doing a parody of Section 336. So enjoy it. Yeah. But I no, I like the don't. guys. They're just really weird. Yeah. Do you know what I heard about the Spastics? I heard the Spastics are trying to start beef with somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that also. Well, well, Spastics, here's the deal. This is like this is like Zach Greinke. This is like Zach Greinke going against Carlos Quinton. But that's not even a, a, an accurate comparison because Zach and we are Carlos Quinton. There's Zach Greinke, but that doesn't even work, right? Because Zach Greinke, he stood up and he fought for himself. This is more like Traber going against that little Japanese guy. <laughs> Traber comes running at. We are Jim Traber in this scenario. And, and the Orioles Spastics are a little Japanese baseball player running after him. Like, it's not even a fair fight. <laughs> I mean, come on. We have Burt Storytime. We have uh, the Button Lover. This is, <laughs> this is not a fair fight. Are you kidding me? Orioles Spastics want to beef with us? This is a joke, man. This is an absolute joke. I'm done. Boys and girls, to the Orioles Spastics Podcast. This is episode 336 of the Orioles Spastics Podcast. I can't believe we've come this far. Hosting today with you, Dean Eastlake, and I'm joined as always by Chris Knightsey. Hello. And Charlie Hoppus. Well, that certainly wasn't weird. I thought that was pretty normal, as these sorts of things go. Coming up on today's show, we have some new sections for you guys to listen to. We did some market research and found people just love sections of podcasts, and they like divvying it up into these certain sections, doing the same sections every week. So we're going to do those sections for you. Coming up on today's show, we have the section Friday night and the two following nights. On coke and rum. I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. It's- we have quick questions. Wee, wee. and we also have everyone's favorite story time with charlie wait Wait. 
second. Wait. Okay. Story time with Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, story time with Charlie. That's what we decided we, we on. We decided that. We, we decided this. I wasn't in this conversation. Well, you know what? You're, you're messing up my whole intro here. I have this whole intro that I oh, wrote out. I had a great story already prepared. You interrupt me every single week. It's uh, it's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm dealing with a bunch of idiots here. Does everyone I else have... out there hear this? This is crazy. I, just let me finish. Just let, let me tell them what's coming up on today's show. So we have story time with Charlie. Quick questions. We already got that. Of course, we always end every show with I've made a huge mistake. And we'll hear from the Earth's least competent summer hire to tell us what we messed up on the show. Well, she's least competent, but we're glad to have her. We're thankful, nevertheless. It is nice to have a summer hire. As bad as she is. Well, today we wrapped up yet another series we won the series, but we lost the capper. What happened today? Oh, what happened today? Well, Buck Showalter went to uh, Pedro Strope instead of many of the other relievers in his bullpen to take care of, I think it was bases loaded? Two on. Two on, no out. Two on. Eh, close enough. It ended up, yeah, what, they ended up scoring like six runs or something. Yes, it was bad. It was bad. And none of it, you never, at no point did it look competitive it looked like batting practice as soon as he came in <laughs> yeah you know i kind of expected him to actually be a little bit better expecting him to kind of regain what he had before but uh, apparently that is not true and that was wrong good series other than the seventh inning though in that one yeah. game oh yeah absolutely I, I loved tuesday's game it was probably one of my favorite games i've seen all year it was there was just like littered with defensive gems both from the angels and from the o's manny obviously had his thousands of charging in from third base barehanded throws uh we had some good plays from marcakis actually i think did flaherty have another error no flaherty remember. is above reproach i don't know if he had another error or not but <laughs> let's just let's just back matter. off we my boy flaherty yeah back off your boy flaherty Mr. F. F. He can't be stopped. He can't be stopped. Also, uh, we had JJ. JJ getting robbed by a different Angel center fielder in Camden Yards. That was Peter Borges. Oh, man. I wanted to try that one. I should have asked you this. I actually know how to say that one because I've been hearing them say it all week. Yeah, uh, and it, it's something I've always said. It's a motto I've always lived by. Uh, baseball is a game of inches. I noticed, especially in that game, I think it was the eighth inning, two outs going up against Jason Vargas in the bottom of the eighth, and we have three straight infield singles. Everyone's just beating it out down the first baseline. That pitch goes you know, an inch higher, inch lower. Maybe the ball goes an inch further to uh, to the left or the right. Or an inch slower. An inch slower slower inch faster maybe right uh, it, it, we're not talking about how we, we take the lead in that situation but you know all that set those three infield hits set it up that the next pitch to Marquecas was a little bit probably about an inch inch higher than what they actually wanted uh Marquecas was able to put that ball into center field a couple inches above the reach of the uh the shortstop and that led to two more runs for us you know baseball is really just a game of inches and those inches worked out for the Orioles in that situation they add up to like feet and over the yeah. course of the season the feet <laughs> add up to a mile one mile Exactly. One mile. And that's what the Orioles are miles ahead from where we thought they would be with a pitching staff like this. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Poor JJ. Speaking of game of inches, he had a double <laughs> on Monday that was off the top of the wall. Maybe it was maybe it was Sunday. Off the top of the wall, two inches short of a home run, and then got robbed when he hit one, I don't know, 413 feet. Got to hit it 440 feet. That's the only way. Game of 
Get my feet here, folks. Speaking of feet and inches, let's exactly. inch our way through the rest of our sections. This Friday night and the two following nights, we have Boston coming up for a four-game series. Boston's coming in pretty hot. They're 7-3 and three of their last 10. We have to throw four starters out there, unfortunately. And double unfortunately, two of those starters haven't been pitching very consistently lately. Guzman and... Uh, can we can we just can we just pause for a moment we gotta we gotta start getting some of these right last week well i'll get to last week but gosman gosman's gos if i were to like a medical open yeah you for what would you put on that pronouncing my name wrong i would put gauze on it well your name's easy to say east lake like you would be surprised so speaking speaking of pronunciations you did you did good with Casilla last week. Very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> we have a new player in the realm of baseball who came up. He's coming up slugging. He plays for the Dodgers. Would you care to give us a shot at the new young Dodger slugger? Oh, man, yeah. The the hot rookie, Yalis Panig. <laughs> Pug. Pug? Pug? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me try that again. The first one had an N. Y- Yasiel? Yasiel? Uh, <laughs> puggy, pug, pug, pug. Are you done yet? All right, all right. pug. Yasiel puig. That's pretty close. Pugs, pugs. That was pretty close. The first time I think you had an N and and puig, and I don't even know what you put in Yasiel. So look, I watch my baseball highlights on mute at night, <laughs> yeah. so I don't, I don't really, I don't really catch the pronunciations. That's fine. So as you were saying. I did catch him getting hit in the Gossman. face. Oh, yeah. Dude, that fight. Are we supposed to talk Zach? about that fight later? Can we talk about it right now? We can yeah, talk about it right now. This is the time. What's Good. with Zach Greinke getting himself into those situations repeatedly? Zach Greinke? Two times already this year. Dude. Zach Greinke, I mean, I, I heard we have a little bit of beef, too. Uh, this other section, like, 77, 38 or something. You know, it's pretty similar to uh, last night's last night's fight between, the, you know, the brawl between the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. You had Don Mattingly throwing Alan Trammell, Trammell, Trammell to the ground. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much similar to, to, to this podca- the podcast battle we have with this section th- 33 or something. It's pretty much I us never as Don Mattingly. Hall of, I've never butchered a Hall of should be Hall of Famer's name. Trammell. Come on. Alan Trammell, man. Know, Alan I, Trammell. I know. Hamill he Trammell. Get, he did get body slammed. I, the funniest the, the funniest thing I've read about that brawl was somebody tweeted out that it looked like their uh, baseball card collection was having yeah. a fight. Well, I loved when they were somebody was restraining. It was Kirk Gibson and, and uh, Mark McGuire. Someone was restraining Mark McGuire. Yeah, Matt Williams. How do you restrain Mark McGuire? Matt Williams was bazookas. Matt Williams was restraining him because Matt Williams also has bazookas. (laughs) Also, Steve Sachs. Also, Don Buford. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Don Buford knows his way around getting hit by pitches. All time, all time career leader in hit by pitches. You can look that up. Grab that plate. Is that true? Let's. Well, we can check it with the. We can check with the. We can check with the summer hire. Yeah. Summer hire. Can we get a summer hire on that? Yeah. Hey, summer. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that so, was a, so, that was a, one of the, my favorite fights. Also, I love that Grinky then slid hard into second base the very next play. It's pretty awesome. So you're saying Grant, you'd want to be Granky? Is really what we're getting at? Yeah, Granky. Granky's the man. Granky's the man. If there's anybody I'd want to be in any sort of fight or altercation, it'd be probably be Zach Granky. Yeah. 
Absolutely. He already broke his collarbone earlier in the year. What a man. What a man, Zach Granke. He's back already throwing baseballs. Getting hit in the head, sliding hard in a second. Who even cares? Zach Granke. Real American hero. Real American. Oh, we should definitely have that. All right, Boston. Boston's coming to town. Boston. Big Pappy. Is he still playing? Dude, he's playing, and he's playing pretty pretty good. This is uh, City. I don't know how you made Big Poppy sound like Arnold there. No, that's what when he gave his speech after the. the I know, but I know what you're trying to do. But you sounded like like the governor. I am an accomplished um, impersonator. Yep. Well, I don't. I don't think that really any of us do a good job of mimicking anything else. I don't know. Boston. Boston has been playing really well. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how we stack up against them. Gosman. I'm excited to see him get another start, even though he's obviously been hit around. Tillman. I just I feel comfortable when I see Tillman's name. I don't, I, you know, he's he's not he's not maybe the the best pitcher ever, but he's certainly solid. You got to prepare yourself for at least three, you know, solo shots. But yeah. it's Tillman. But that's and that's everyone on our that's the Orioles. Yeah, limit the damage with solo home runs. Yeah, solo shots. It's okay. And then I, I feel good. Freddy. I'm feeling good about three out of the four. I'm feeling good about Gossman, Tillman, and Gonzo. Not so much Sweaty Freddy. I think I think he he had a good game last. It seems he's uh he's he's on and then off. I'm gonna go with Freddy having a short start this this game. Well, don't don't get too far ahead of yourselves. You're gonna start striking out some quick questions. I Predictions. Have Speaking of some quick questions, let's go ahead and start it off. Weep, weep, weep. Number one, what should we do with Pedro? Uh, I say keep him up for uh, two more appearances. If he doesn't have any success, designate him. Charlie, for or against Chris Davis in the home run derby? I'd say for Chris Davis in the home run derby. He's got a nice, easy swing. He's not going to be pressing too hard. If the pitch is a little bit bad, it'll just hit it to the opposite field, and you know we might get to see a couple 500-footers. be awesome. I'm all about it. All right, back to Chris. Something needs to be done about Weeters' bat. What is it? Cork it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Charlie, the O's are on pace for 92 wins. Do they keep up this pace? Uh, if we make a deadline trade for maybe a reliever, maybe a starter, yeah, I think we do. I think we do. Back to Chris. Should we try big game, Tommy big game, as a starter again? Absolutely not. He has Any shown question? success as a reliever. Do not change what's not broken. It's been said. <laughs> Charlie, is Flaherty 2.0 <laughs> doing enough to keep his spot till the end of the year? Well, you know my answer for this, and it's yes. I'm I'm surprised we're not hitting him higher in the lineup, frankly. All right, <laughs> All right that's not true. But I, no, he's he's uh he's definitely holding down the second base spot, playing some good defense. Frankly, I'm a little bit worried that Brian Roberts is going to come back, not hit much better, and play worse in the field. So I I think I think Flaherty I think Flaherty's doing fine. Chris, has Jim Johnson regained your confidence? Well, he never really lost it aside from just the walk. So 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 yes, he's regained my confidence. Charlie, coming off what you just talked about, how many games will B Rob play this year? How many more games? Many more games. Wow, that's a tough one. Say uh let's go forty. Forty games. That's, Forty games. That's a solid amount, right? Sure, it's more than Rymod will play. <laughs> I, bad on me. We'll revisit I'm gonna win that. that. that I'm gonna win that bet. I can't believe that. And then Chris will somehow win that bet also, even though he didn't really make a prediction. 
It's great. And to finish off quick questions this week, Chris, how many more games will Gosman pitch before being sent down? Six. And they'll send him down to save his arm for the playoff run. Boom. Wow. There you have it. Quick questions for the Bold. week. Well done, fellas. Do we have any of those that need a little bit more unpacking? Yeah. Nope. I'm, I, Chris, explain explain your uh, your Gosman your Gosman oh. thoughts there. So out of the, uh, I'm gonna say so. What did I say? Eight or six? I can't remember. Six. six. I'm gonna say <laughs> three of those next six starts are are pretty fantastic for a young starter. I think he'll send him down for a little bit, save his arm a little bit, and uh, hopefully bring him up later. But won't they be pitching him in the minors? Well, you know, they'll skip a few starts. Okay, not, okay. Not as many innings. I see. They can control that a little bit more. So we'll see. I don't know. It's just a theory. I hope that they view him as valuable enough to do something like that. I mean, well, I hope he becomes valuable enough for them to like four out of six are, are pretty decent starts i think they would want to keep them yeah yeah well right now he's got one well he had another good start right well okay no he didn't no. <laughs> he, well his first start wasn't awful yeah right right his first start was fine That's true. He, he was a little victimized of some bad luck and close plays and stuff then he got hit around yeah i don't know i i like watching him pitch if not because he's successful because he's i mean he's just really talented and you can see it you can see it almost every single at bat him do something that's like oh wow if he can pitch like that always maybe that's some of the last decade and a half creeping back in mentality but i mean it's fun to watch somebody with a lot of talent watching like tillman and arietta and mattis from the last few years come up I haven't. I, I wasn't as wild with those guys as I was with Gaussman, at least. I mean, they might have had better results. Like, Mattis' first year had better results his first time through. But he didn't really have, like, watching him actually pitch and some of the pitches he threw, they didn't blow you away like some of the pitches Gaussman is throwing now. So, a little more excited about Gaussman than them. Are you more excited about uh, Flaherty? Who isn't? <laughs> Who isn't? He's actually not been... Terrible. No, he's been he's been fine lately. Considering no one has like taken over that second base spot, I'm actually really impressed with JJ uh, Hardy, who I'm very rarely impressed by. Really? Um, yeah, what? Like That's a defense? weird statement. No, no, no. Yeah. He's always great on defense. <laughs> okay, and he always hits home runs. But well, his he's been good the last couple weeks on offense, at least. That's he had a throwing. That's what I'm today. saying. I'm saying that he's got he's got some offense that's been really clicking for the last two three weeks. Yeah. He's been playing really great, and it's not just he's hitting home runs. He's getting on base, which is more than what he usually does. Yeah, is he walking? I haven't really followed anything. I wouldn't say dramatically. He's never, he's more. never been a walker. <laughs> right. No, but he has been. He's been getting hits more. I mean, it's not a, sort of an all-or-nothing approach lately. He's not just grounding it to second base again and again. Trade him while the stock is high. I, if we could get a starting pitcher for him in a heartbeat, he's gone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's not a guy no? who's guy being serviceable for the next couple of years, possibly, but not someone's going to break out and be like a semi-star kind of thing. Yeah, I guess when you have Manny sitting there, I guess it kind of makes sense, but... He's, of our, of, our, of our main key major league players he's absolutely the most expendable and has some solid value i mean he's he adds a little bit of pop has some great defense any contending team will want that if they don't already have a shortstop the problem is as we talked about last week we sort of all the contending teams that might have pitchers or uh, any of the teams that have pitchers that might be on the on the trading block all have shortstops i think if anything's i don't think anything will be done during the season with hardy i think if anything happens it'll be in the off season where they might get a starter, uh, and then what he'll have two years left, maybe 
Uh, one or two years. Just one, yeah. One one year left of his contract. I think maybe they'll try to get a starter move Manny over to shortstop and possibly start scope at third base the following season. We can I mean, get the uh, summer hire to double check how long his contract yeah. is. Yeah, get on there, please. Thank you. Okay, the anticipation is absolutely killing me, boys and girls. It is time for everyone's favorite section of the podcast, Story Time with Charlie. Everybody gather <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's quite an intro. Uh, well, first off, Storytime with Charlie is brought to you by the Thai Bar. The Thai Bar is com. the Thai Bar. You can go, you can you can buy their stuff as Chris mentions uh, at thetiebar.com. It's where I buy all of my bow ties, which I enjoy. So if you enjoy bow ties, they have other things other than bow ties. They've got some great pocket squares. They've got regular ties. They've got knit ties they've got skinny ties uh, they've got skinny bow ties do they have, they have clip-on ties? ties absolutely oh. um they've got children's ties they've got uh actual tie bars as you might imagine do they have orioles themed ties well you know just about as many orioles themed ties as as exist outside of the tie bar i did buy an orange uh silk bow tie from there i wore it on opening day and i also wore my orioles batting practice jersey to work my boss was not all that enthused. That's not my story, though. Actually, I've heard that that uh, this this section is sort of on the chopping block. So I've got rather than just having one story, I've got like seven. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just tell some stories for a little bit. Back when I was a little kid, the last time the Orioles were good, I went to Camden Yards, and you know one of my favorite players was Jeff Rebelay, who. Has just a fantastic, fantastic mustache. We gave him the moniker Cheesy Rebelay. So Cheesy Rebelay was one of my favorite players, despite being our utility infielder. Those Seattle teams were crazy, by the way. A-Rod, Griffey, Randy Johnson, ridiculous. But we sat in the center field bleachers. Cheesy Rebelay, line drive, home run into the left field bleachers. Orioles win, move on to the ALCS. One of the finest moments of my childhood. One time... I was playing backyard baseball. My friend Steve, we were playing with a tennis ball in the middle bag. Steve Holt. Not Steve Holt, Steve Gill. He hit this tennis ball so far that it landed in somebody's pickup truck that was driving past. He finally realized that like these kids were running after his car for a reason, and he, he pulled over, and we had to ask for our tennis ball back. But then we were too tired to play any baseball. Anyway, that reminds me of another story. Joe Gill, Steve's brother, actually used to make baseball cards. For Christmas, Steve and I each got a pack of Joe Gill baseball cards. Joe's actually a priest now. My favorite was I got a Mike Mussina insert, and it was made out of real wood. And he had made this baseball card out of wood and had it... I forget what he, I forget what he called it now. Yeah, he, no, it wasn't called the Woody. Uh, but anyway, so I still have those cards. They're great, great cards. I used to play the game MLB Showdown, um, which is an awesome card game made by Wizards of the Coast, the same people that made Pokemon cards. I'm sure all of you remember one-time Oriole Juan Guzman. Juan Guzman was sort of a cheat in this game because for some reason he was pretty good. He wasn't great, but for some reason he was only 40 points. Definitely a great bonus to have that. One time I went to Camden Yards and... I have a relative that works in the Orioles organization. On my way into the stadium, I was handed a uh, Free the Birds, for Pete's sake, hold-up sign that these protesters had to try to get Peter Angelos to sell the team. 
I was interviewed by the Baltimore Sun, and then a bunch of my relatives' coworkers approached approached him with this article, saying, "Is this person related to you?" And he had to disown me. That reminds me of another story. The other time, I was, <laughs> I was watching. I was watching uh, on my iPhone. They've got the MLB uh, MLB at bat. Hey, app. you guys, you guys have iPhones? Is everyone yeah. Has an iPhone? Oh yeah, everyone has an iPhone. Yeah, I, I an in iPhone. this day and age, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't have, have an iPhone? iPhone? I, yeah. Who doesn't? You everyone can have all sorts of. Great my grandma's apps. got one, dude. My, my daughter's got one. My grandmother's daughter has one. My favorite thing, though, about the MLB at bat app is they have classic games, full games, available for for free to just watch. Uh, One of my favorite games is they have a, I think it was a 16-inning Mets-Astros 1986 NLCS game, game six. One of the most indelling images that I can think of in terms of baseball, in terms of celebrations especially, Jesse Roscoe throws his glove up in the air, and it, even though he's in the frame for a while, and even though it looks like his glove is thrown straight up in the air, it never comes down. What? Where did it go? It's probably st- it? probably still up there <laughs> in the sky. Did you find it? Is that? Do you have a, a show and tell for us? Did you find the glove? Is that the is that about the story? No, the story is just that I watched that once. <laughs> I have one last story. Um, uh, Dean and I, Dean and I played on the same uh, rec baseball team when we were sophomores in high school. Joking around one day, I said that I would pitch, and also joking around, my coach said, "Okay." So I decided to uh, to really try to be as unpredictable as possible. So I had extremely high leg kicks and stuff like that, but I couldn't throw it very hard. I had a fastball and a and a changeup. They brought in a radar ball. My fastball measured forty five miles an hour. And my changeup didn't register on <laughs> on the radar ball. This guy started to steal home, and I saw that obviously. But he was going to make it. So what I did is I threw behind the right-handed batter who was starting to back out of the box to allow the guy to slide home, and I hit the guy with the pitch. The guy had to go back to the third. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got for story time. That's it. Are you sure? I mean, you didn't really take that much time. I mean, I could it? drum up a couple more. Do you want to hear some more? Please don't. Going to the archives. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta come to the end here, boys and girls. It's been a great podcast, but we want to end this podcast like we do all our other podcasts. And get to, <laughs> we end with "I've made a huge mistake." Instead of always coming to me saying, I've made a huge mistake. Admitted to a mistake. I've made a huge 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 mistake. You've made a huge mistake. I've 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 made a huge mistake. We probably didn't make any mistakes. But who has made a mistake? Who would like to own up? To an error, a mission, or someone—does uh, anyone have an apology to give for their performance this week or past weeks? Well, it's probably too late to apologize for this, but I—I <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to uh, want to take a little time and apologize to the guys at Section Three Three Six. They really put on a good podcast. I, I'd say that you know they put on a great podcast. I think that maybe they're not as committed to uh, podcast duels as some people. So I I don't know you know they're 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 kind of just weird guys I think 
Yeah. yeah, you know, I was listening to their podcast actually today, and they're just wait, 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 half of their podcast. Well, twenty-seven minutes. Sorry. Well, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be mistaken for for listening to the entire thing. Twenty-seven or any minutes podcast. Of their podcast. Right. Exactly. Uh, I don't. That's not my thing. Uh, yeah, they're just they're just they just strike me as weird weird dudes. They're just weird. A lot of a lot of baseball talk. Yeah, uh, that's the weird. Yeah, it's just yeah. all like anytime I talk to them on like social medias, they always respond with some kind of baseball statistic, uh, cyber metric, or uh, like some kind of maybe some video response. It's like they've really done the research. Yeah, it's weird. weird. I don't. Anyway, so apologies to section three three six. I'd like to apologize for mispronouncing Kevin Gossman's name. In in no don't, don't. time did I ever forget how to actually say his Dean, name. Don't be sorry for that. It happens. <laughs> it I happen. would like to to apologize for for uh, pronouncing Alan Trammell's name wrong <laughs> earlier. Uh, if Charlie doesn't do it, then I shouldn't. I shouldn't do it. So no, you shouldn't. Yeah. You've made a huge. You mistake. seem to have. You seem to have some sort of head injury that would make you mispronounce something like that maybe <laughs> i should call an ambulance <laughs> it's time now for the earth's least competent summer hire so dan how do we do this week on the podcast well you guys for one you don't enunciate enunciate your words properly um i have a few notes that i kind of took down while listening um chris you keep like saying that but like <laughs> the way that you say that is like like a you're trying to do like a british accent how many times and, are you gonna say like and can let me continue and like you think you're so cool and i want to get away from that on this podcast um Very charlie good you notes. need to stop thing, there's something with um the way you say uh everything mostly most of everything but the way that you you kind of contradict Chris, oh, no, that's we're the, supposed to do with that with the way that you talk. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, I wasn't sure. I just wanted to clarify. Uh, that's that's fair. I I can't really argue with that. What about what about Dean? Dean Dean's usually pretty good. The only thing yeah. I would say is his mic is terrible. <laughs> you gotta get a new mic. Get a new mic, please. I, th- I thought I did get a new mic. No, it's not good enough. Okay. Anything good? Did we do anything good? It's the be- it's like the levels. Get the EQ out and like like turn up the bass, maybe a little bit of mid-range and then you'll be good. All right, I'll get on. Come on, that. Kanye. <laughs> All right, so the last thing I want to talk about is something something positive. Um nice effort man Charlie for really like talking about <laughs> all the sports and everything good about um, the Orioles, nice effort, man. Thank Chris, um, for kind of. How did you like? How did you like Charlie's story time? By the way, it's uh, story time with Charlie. Actually. Story time with Charlie. What was yeah. was that? The one? See, the only one that I kind of like remember because all of them kind of blur together was right, the one right. with um, like kind of the um, girlfriend talk. Right, that was good, <laughs> and that was like a story to me. I hope Dean doesn't cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> has that been cut? I don't know. I don't know if it's been cut or not. <laughs> Dean, as your as your intern, I would like to say that summer hire. Well, you're a summer hire. Summer hire. I would like to say that you shouldn't cut that. And that's me 
looking into a beautiful painting while saying that. Yeah, I'm there looking, is. I'm Daniel gazing and I are, are looking a, into a Dali painting right now. A Salvador Dali painting, and I'm telling you to not cut that episode because it's the catalyst. It really, it drives the point home of this podcast. Right, nice, right, nice right. job, man, for not cutting that. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot there, Earth's least competent summer hire. You've definitely proved your worth to us and <laughs> really kind of proved your title. Um, so good, good, good job on that. And on that note, we'll go ahead and end this edition of the Oral Spastics Podcast. Yeah, don't forget, Thanks, to, everybody. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Tinder. <laughs> Put us on our, our Tinder page. <laughs> 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 at Orioles Spastics follow us on Facebook Twitter, email us, get your fan mail in, we'd love to hear from you all for Charlie Hoppus and Chris Knightsey, I am Dean Eastlake, thanks as always for listening and remember to drink responsibly This entire podcast has been based on Section 336, a much better podcast than Orioles Spastics. Matt, however, does seem a little bit abusive. Bert and Josh, feel free to jump ship and join Orioles Spastics whenever you'd like to. Spastics. 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 Hey, guys. Have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app. And then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the app store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.